welcome to Love You Most. And I'm glad you're here. I am really excited about this episode because so many of you have asked me to talk about this topic. And we're going to be talking about how to build new friendships. This is something that I'm asked literally every single week. And I think it's because there really is no like guide or like book or like anything that really deep dives into how to make friends in your 20s and in your 30s after you're outside of like a school setting or a university setting or somewhere where you're going to be around a lot of people your age there isn't really like a I don't know a guide to like help us like learn how to make friends and so I'm just gonna be sharing some of the things that have really helped me build new friendships but I do want to have a episode in the future about how to kind of maintain those friendships because I think that that is a large part of how to like I don't know add relationships into your life because it's easy to build friendships. And after I talk about like these things that have helped me, you'll see that it's really not that hard. But I think honestly, one of the hardest things is keeping and maintaining those friendships. But to build friendships, I think you just have to be very intentional. So we'll kind of get into that. One thing that you guys really loved and wanted was a little book chat in this podcast. And you also wanted to have a little I don't know, Q&A chat. And I kind of threw something up on Instagram. Make sure you're following over there on the Love You Most pod Instagram and TikTok. And I share lots of like little videos with clips of sounds that I find inspiring, things that I want to go back and remember. And I also share lots of, I don't know, questions and things because I want this to be a space that's like super interactive and really like the community is what makes this something that I want to come back to and want to build and like I don't know, create. I don't think I would ever want to have this job if I couldn't connect with you guys. And so really the community aspect is huge for me. And I'm coming on here super excited because I actually saw two reviews from you guys on the little like podcast network little thing that I use to like make these episodes go up. And I've gotten so many messages over on Instagram and just your reviews and feedback has meant the absolute world to me because it makes me feel like I'm not just talking out into the abyss and I'm actually talking to someone who maybe likes this information or maybe I don't know just like wants to hang out like it just makes this feel very interactive very community driven and just makes my heart very like full and warm and like all the good things and all the good feelings so thank you for that and I just feel like I can't thank you enough for what you guys have made me feel since starting the podcast but we are going to have a little Q&A chat and a little book chat and that'll come towards the end of the episode I kind of want the episodes to just flow naturally so some episodes will be 20 minutes some might be 30 minutes some might be 40 minutes some might be an hour if you follow over on YouTube I don't really have like a specific I don't know, video like length. I feel like most of my videos are around 30 minutes, but I really just like let myself just create in a way that's natural to me. And I don't ever want to feel like I need to stick to a certain like time limit or a certain anything because I just want this to be very like fun for you and fun for me. And yeah, so (laughs) let's get into how to build friendships. And this is specifically for people who are either in their 20s and are kind of like getting out of school, maybe like getting out of university, or 
people who are in their 30s and like up because I feel like a lot of these tips are helpful when you're in like college and stuff. And I do think you can definitely use them. I'm not saying you can't, but I will say that in college, I think it's really hard to break out of like the friendships that you initially create, maybe like freshman or sophomore year, because I feel like people are still in like a similar mindset to like high school where you kind of hang around people that are just like in your natural vicinity. So if you're in like a group with someone or a club or a sport or whatever, you kind of congregate with those people. And I feel like you don't really break outside of that mindset until you get really towards the end of college or out of college, just because it's kind of ingrained in us since like high school, middle school, and like all the different grades that like we should just be like friends with people who are like relatively close to us and like the things that we do. And maybe part of that is because like, half your life you don't really have a car so like your friends do kind of have to be built around like the things that you're doing because obviously your parents are the people who take you to go to different activities and you can't just like drive over to a friend's house but that is neither here nor there I just want to like preface that a lot of these tips I think can be for any age but I think specifically this is for people who are like kind of coming out of that space or maybe you're someone who's in college or high school and you want to break out of your friend groups and you want to make more friends outside of just like the regular groups that you're in, this can definitely be for you. So the first thing that I think is so important to building friendships is just being open. And I know that sounds like probably weird because you're like well of course I'm open to you know making friends like I just want to be friends with anyone but I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible I think sometimes we have this idea of the type of friend that we want in our head like maybe the way they look or what they enjoy or the hobbies they like or the thoughts that they have or I don't know the home life that they come from like I I can't even explain why that is and maybe it's just because we assume that the friends we'll have are just going to be similar to how we are as people. So we just naturally like think about how we are. And then we just put that same ideal onto like our friendships or the friends that we want. But I think that as I've grown older and I'm now in my thirties, I'm learning that friendships look so different. And the person your friends met with might have a completely different religion. They might have a completely different like socioeconomic background, they might have a completely different like family background or just like a way of looking at life. And I think you have to be so open and comfortable not only being like, I don't know, open to a new friend, but also open to new ideas because you can't really like build lots of new friendships if they're all going to be like the exact same person as you because that's like literally impossible. I think you can find people who have similar hobbies, which I do think is important. And we'll kind of get into that. But I don't think that like, we can replicate ourselves. And I don't think we should. And I think that we should try to look for friends outside of like what we normally would be I don't know, necessarily connected to. So I think that that's one thing that's so important is to be very open. Like, I remember in college and I was just like really big into going to watch sports and I really, you know, love like, I don't know, I like to read books, but I don't think I was as like open about how much I like to read. I was more like, I want to do things that might make me look cool or be around people that seem cool just because I felt like that was like, I don't know, 
the best way to be in college. And now looking back, I'm just like, that wasn't like the smartest decisions because you can't build your friends around an idea. Or if you do, I don't think that they're going to be the strongest friendships. If you build your friendships around an idea of what you want them to be, I think you should naturally connect with people. So the first thing is just to be open because when I give all these like, I don't know, tips or things I've learned, I think you have to go into all these like, tips with an open mind and not have like a preconceived notion as to what your friend is going to look like or how they're going to be. And by look like, I mean like as a whole, not like physically. Number two, I think the best thing to do to build new friendships is to join like a club, a gym, or some kind of community group. And by community group, it could be a Bible study. It could be a book club. It could be a knitting group at the library. It could literally be anything or a club. It could be, you know, something similar to the things that I mentioned, but join something outside of yourself that is going to put you in a room with a bunch of different people that have a similar hobby. And going back to being open, I think that when you go into these groups, you have to be open to connecting with people who might be a different age than you, might be a little bit more experienced in whatever like group you're joining. Like example, if you're joining a gym, Maybe they've been there for four years or if you're joining a book club, maybe they've been there for longer or they read different types of books. Um, But I feel like these types of groups are some of the easiest ways to make friendships because like you literally all have the same hobby and it's very rare to find like friends who love a hobby of yours just by like going to a club or like and by club, I mean like a literal like bar or like club like. I think sometimes we look for friends in settings that literally don't make sense. Like if we love the gym or if we love reading or something like that, why are we, you know, going out on a Thursday night expecting to make our best friends? I just don't think that that's like, I don't know what's going to make us like the people who are closest to us in our life. So I think joining a club, a gym, or some kind of community group will really help you be grounded and connect you with people who love something that you also love, and it makes conversation really easy. So if you're kind of introverted, I think joining a club or group is like the easiest way to make friends because you're going to be there doing something you like, so you're not going to really have to like talk a ton, and you'll already have some kind of like I don't know, connection to that person. So it'll be easier to bring up like conversation if you need to. And the second thing to building friendships is to try new things alone. And I know this sounds so scary. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that it's easy, but I think that you have to, have to, have to try new things alone because whenever I go new places, like to a coffee shop or if I go to a bookstore, if I'm going with a group of people, it is extremely rare that someone's going to come up to me and want to talk when I'm with a group of people because that's just a daunting thing. But I've had so many times where I've been by myself and I've been reading a book or I've been drinking a coffee or something like that. And I've had someone come up to me and say, like, what are you reading? Or they've asked like, hey, you have any good recommendations for like a coffee to order or like a book to pick out or something like that? Sometimes they'll compliment my outfit or my hair or my makeup or whatever. And I just think that people are more apt to have a conversation with someone who's by themselves than someone who is with someone else. 
And it usually happens to be that the person who comes up to talk to me is also alone. So I think they're kind of just like feeling that sense of connection because it's two alone people in a space together. And I feel like it's very rare to see people who are doing things alone in spaces like coffee shops or spaces that are typically with like groups or, you know, groups of two or groups of five or whatever. So trying new things alone, I promise you, will make you so many friends. And even if people don't come up to you, and I know this sounds scary, so I'm not saying like jump headfirst into this, but I think after you get comfortable with doing things by yourself, and I don't mean you have to jump on a plane and like take a solo trip, but just do something small, like go to a coffee shop or maybe even go to a park and read outside by yourself. I think that you will start to feel more comfortable and confident in who you are. So it will give you the confidence to also talk to other people and build new friendships. So granted, I am extroverted, but I find that when I am in a space by myself, I'm very comfortable asking someone like what they're reading or asking them what I should order. And even if you're introverted and you are like, let's say, I don't know, by yourself and doing something alone, there still will be times when you will probably interact with someone, whether it's a cashier who's checking you out or someone who's maybe bringing you your food. And I truly find that those people, even the people who work in those spaces, if you go regularly around the same time, maybe you go to the same you know, coffee shop every Friday or you'd go to the same gym on Monday, Wednesday, Friday or something like that at the same time, you'll find that those people will feel more comfortable talking to you and you'll feel more comfortable talking to them because they see you often. So you like automatically have a connection. So I think trying new things alone is a huge, huge like bonus for making friends and you'll start to feel more comfortable the more that you do it. And the next thing that helps me build new friendships that honestly I need to remind myself of more often is to be bold and send a message to someone on social media. And I feel like in the world that we're living in, it is very common for people to make friends with someone that they know online, but it's also very scary. I actually have one of my closest friends that I met literally on the internet, someone that I knew they messaged me and they said, hey, I've met this person and she seems like she's so cool. Like you're going to be obsessed with her. And I was like, okay, like I trust your judgment. But like the person who was telling me, I did not know them that well. So I was just like, I mean, I guess like whatever. So I ended up following this person on Instagram and I ended up messaging them. And then I said, hey, like, do you want to come over for like to watch The Bachelor? Because I like always have friends over to watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, or at least I used to. I don't as much anymore, but she was like, okay, like I'd love to, but like, you know, I'm not really sure if I can come this week and kind of like put it off. And I was just like, okay, like she's blowing me off. Like I'm like so cringe. And I just like kept asking her. And I know sometimes it gets to a point where like, am I asking this person too much? Do they just genuinely not want to come? But one thing that I tell myself and I tell myself this often is if the person can't speak up and speak their mind and tell you like, hey, like I'm not interested or like, you know, it's not something I can do, then it's not my responsibility to assume that they don't want to come because they're not adult enough to be able to tell me like, hey, I don't want to watch The Bachelor. Like I'm not interested. Like, I feel like 
I've kind of gotten the vibe from some people that they're not interested in things that I invite them to. And it's very, very rarely from people who are like, hey, like, I don't I'm not really sure if I want to come or can come like I'm, you know, kind of busy. Usually it's from people who are like, hey, this isn't going to work for me. You know, thanks for the invite and things like that. I feel like I'm more comfortable being like, "Okay, I'll invite them a couple of times. But if they're pretty firm in like their ability to like, you know, not make it then and they're not like making another option for us to like hang out, then like, you know, I might let it go. But again, it's not my responsibility to try to like weed through you know, their cryptic messages to try to figure out if they want to come or not. So I just invite people and if they want to come, they come. And if they don't, they don't. And so I invited this person and she ended up coming later on to like um, a little bachelor night get together. And we literally hit it off. And I know you guys have seen Taylor on Instagram and all over like, you know, TikTok or whatever. And literally that's how we met. It was literally just for me sending a message on Instagram to a random person I had never met because someone said that I would like them. We had no mutual friends or anything. And I've done that many times since to connect with people. And it has been so, so great to make friends that way because I can like, I don't know, kind of connect with them with like their stories on Instagram or their videos on TikTok or whatever, I can like engage and comment and say like, hey, I love this or I love that and kind of build a friendship that way. And then, you know, after that builds for a while and we meet up, it kind of feels like we're already like have, I don't know, a baseline of connection. And I kind of know like what to talk about because I've already kind of been following them. So I don't know. That's one thing that's really helped me. And I know it feels different because it's not something I think that our parents did, but we are literally in 2023, the age of like technology and like people being on the internet. And I think that it's very normal now that if people can go on apps to start like dating people and getting to know people, then you can definitely send a message to someone and, you know, get to know them that way. And the last thing that helps me build new friendships is to be patient. And I think when I first wanted to build new friendships, whenever I moved back to this area, I feel like I wanted to make all my friends at one time. And that was the worst decision that I think I've ever made because I was constantly like, I don't know, putting out feelers to friends and being like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I really didn't have time to be doing like, I don't know, just being at lunch all the time or being like busy all like Saturday or Friday or whatever. And I feel like now I have a better gauge on how I want to build my friendships, but I also make sure that I spend time focusing on myself. I spend time with my partner and I spend time with my family. And I don't think that I give like a hundred percent of my time to friendships. And I feel like that's kind of what I was doing when I first moved back to the area a couple of years ago because I wanted to make sure I had friends and I didn't want to have like zero connections here. So I was like, I can just do this all at once, but it doesn't really work that way. And I think when you remind yourself that like building friendships is a slow process, it'll make you feel better and it'll make you realize that like you have all the time in the world to build new friendships. And I think we've been taught this lesson or this idea, I guess, that you need to make all your friends in your 20s and like grow old with them. And that's kind of what we see in the TV shows and like movies or whatever. But that's just not how the world works. 
like building friendships takes time and over time you'll get closer to those people and they'll connect you with new people and so on. And so don't put pressure on yourself to make all of your friends right now because you have literally years and years ahead of you to make so many friends. And I don't know, I wish someone had told me that whenever I was younger because I felt like I needed to make every single friendship in my 20s so they could like grow old with me. So that is pretty much the gist of like how I build new friendships. And I don't know, I feel like those few things have really helped me. So I hope they really help you. And now let's get into the little Q&A section of this podcast. I've been really excited about this because you guys asked so many good questions over on Instagram. I'm just going to answer a few of them. I probably won't answer all of them just because I don't know if we'll have time because I am very chatty. But one of the questions you guys asked was, do you speed read? You said, I know you wake up early to read, but you get through so many so fast. I actually do not speed read literally at all. And I think it's because I am just, I don't know, I like reading, but I just like to soak in the words. And so I do listen to a lot of like audiobooks throughout the day when I'm working and can't like physically read. And that really helps me to finish books because I might get the audiobook and then also like tandem read on my lunch break or in the morning or in the evening. So I finish them a lot faster. I also wake up at 5 a.m. to read literally every day during the week. And so that helps so much as well. And another question that you guys asked is how to figure out what job you'll love, how to have a career with without college, I'm a creative. And I think the biggest thing is you have to try new things. Like I started this job literally because I was doing a hobby and I was like, wow, this is really fun. I love it. And I did it for years and didn't even realize it could be a career. And that's what led me into like making it a career because I just kept doing it as a hobby and it grew to something more. So I think when you try new things, you'll learn more about yourself and in turn, it will lead you to the career you're supposed to be in. And I think that's also with literally anything, whether you're creative or not. If you don't know what you want to do as a career, you have to try new things because how will you know if you don't try? You know what I mean? Like you can't really, I don't know. And I have like a whole idea on like how we as a society pick jobs at the age of 18. I just think it's wild, but I think that we should give ourselves time to really figure out who we are, and then that will also lead us into what we want to do in life. Someone also asked, have you ever had a time when you wanted to be alone while in a relationship? And the answer is definitely no, and that's only because I really am intentional to make sure I give myself alone time. And so I don't feel like I'm really missing out on anything because I'm with a partner. I make sure that I get time to go on solo dates. I make sure that I get time with my girls. I make sure that I get time to do literally anything that I would want to do. And it doesn't really like being in a relationship doesn't hinder me. And I think sometimes people think, well, when you're in a relationship, you should have to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. But like, I feel like relationships should be two whole people coming together and just enjoying life together, not restricting each other from like, you know, having a girl's night or going on a trip or having solo dates. Like, I just think that you should be able to, I don't know, live a life together that's happy and fun. And you shouldn't try to put like all these restrictions on one another. So the answer is no. 
Um, another question you asked is how to keep going when you feel like you aren't seeing progress. Um, I think that we have this idea that we have to, with everything, be progressing upward or it's not worth the journey. And that's just not true. Like if you have any goal in life, I think that the biggest part of that goal is the journey. And the biggest part of life, I think, is the journey, not necessarily the destination or the goal as to like where we're going. So I don't know, I try to really lean into the fact that like, whatever journey on you're on, and however hard it is, and wherever you are in that journey, whether it's like closer to your goal or farther away, it doesn't really matter because I don't know, the excitement and fun is in that journey. At least that's how I feel. Someone asked, what's something that brings me joy or brought me joy today? And I think it would probably be the matcha I had this morning. I've been really big into matcha lately. It's just been really, I don't know, really good. I always love a good iced matcha and I like making them at home. I've been using um, peak matcha because they have these like individual matcha packets, which is really nice because I personally do not I don't know. I powders are like annoying because sometimes they get all over my counter and it's white and stuff. And so with an individual packet, I can just drop it in and like mix it around. It just makes it a lot easier. Um, someone asked, how do I find someone to date as an introvert? I personally think that you should do things alone. And I think just doing things alone is just scary period. But again, it will help you make more friendships, which one turn I think leads you to more partners as well. Someone asked the best lesson that I've learned so far, and it is to learn how to love yourself before anyone else or anything else. I wish that someone had given me like a guide to loving myself and learning to love myself at a young age, because I don't feel like I really learned how to do that until I got to like my 30s. And, um, someone said, how do I stop the incessant need to be busy all the time? I don't know how to relax. If it's quiet to me, I get nervous. And I think that that is just a product of the society that we live in. I feel like we are taught that we always need to be moving or busy or be productive. And I feel like we have to actually work hard to do the opposite. So I think it's just a muscle you'll have to flex and you'll just have to sit alone by yourself or sit with music or sit with reading and doing slower things. And I think you, the more you do that, the more comfortable you'll become. And for our little book chat, I'm really excited because I have been reading so many good books. Um, lately, I just finished the Black Girls Must Die Exhausted series, and that one was a pretty good series. I think the third book was personally my favorite. I also read Nora Goes Off Script, which was so fun, and I recently talked about that in a video about summer reads because I, I just think it's a perfect summer book. And I've read six books so far this month, and I read 16 books last month, so I kind of feel like I'm going to read more books this month than last book, or last month. <laughs> And um, yeah, I definitely want to talk more in depth about books. So let me know over on Instagram, like what you guys want to chat about when it comes to books. Because again, I read so many books. Maybe I could give you like certain recommendations every single episode. Like, I don't know, you'll just have to let me know because I want all these little segments to be really fun, but also like very informative, but also like just 
two friends talking. Like, I don't know. I never want this podcast to feel like you need to change or be anything different or feel less than because I'm sharing. I really just want to share my experience. And so with books, I don't know if you guys want to hear about each book or about certain recommendations. So I don't know. Just let me know what you guys are wanting to see. And that's the end of this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you guys want to come back for more. There'll be a new podcast episode every single Friday. And yeah, I hope you guys follow over on Love You Most Pod Instagram and TikTok and make sure to leave a review because that's literally how I will know whether you guys like this episode or not. And I'll see you in the next one. I love you most. I love you more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot and I hope you guys have a great day. Bye guys.